Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fleekazoid Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For today's episode, I want to talk about recognizing your needs and recognizing the difference between the meaning of something and the need that is behind the meaning. And this all sounds kind of like frou-frou and fluffy right now, but sit with me, okay? Because we're gonna unpack it. Have you ever been in a situation where you interpret someone's action or someone's behavior as a meaning about yourself? For instance, maybe you have dated an F-boy and you were like, hmm, what's the meaning behind him not texting me for four days? Or maybe you notice that he follows a lot of hoes on IG. Hmm, what's the meaning behind that and why does it make me feel this way? Does it say something about me? Sometimes we're quick to internalize other people's actions as meanings about ourselves when really there's a need that's happening. Same thing for when somebody tells you that they'll call you when they don't call you on time or when they say that they'll show up for a date at like, I don't know, 8.30 p.m. and then you guys aren't meeting up until 9.45. There's a feeling that builds up inside your chest. Maybe you feel it physically in some other way. I know um, for me, like when I experience anxiety, it can like take place on the toilet. TMI, but it happens. Sometimes we're very quick to think that what someone else is doing has something to say about us. And we're quick to dismiss it as us being crazy, us wanting too much. Maybe our boundaries are too high. They're unrealistic. Well, no, actually. That feeling that you get inside your chest, that feeling that you get that makes you want to yell and pop off and scream and tell someone exactly what you think about them, even if it's very mean and very damaging to the relationship, deep down inside, there is a need behind the meaning. And I do think that it is important to interpret the meaning of something like first you know when you try to circle around it and decide what does it say about that person why are they doing that if they're not openly communicating it to you and then go into okay but what does this say about myself why am I feeling so intense about it why am I on the edge of my seat thinking about it all day or why am I feeling like I'm trying to justify a situation or behavior by maybe you know oh I'm just being the nice girl and I'm giving them the space that they need or well if I get on them for that then they're not gonna like me and I'm gonna be nagging and I'm just gonna be one of those girls who can't give her man the peace and silence that he needs to be happy and functional in life I ought to keep quiet and suppress this feeling and you just kind of hope that maybe that feeling that's sitting with you in your chest that feeling that is raging within you or even making you feel like you have to run to the bathroom every other hour on the hour we just hope that it's gonna go away it's gonna resolve itself Eventually, we'll realize how crazy we're actually being and it will all make sense in the future. And sometimes we will tell ourselves that we want too much, we're doing too much. Or if we express our needs to this person, we won't have a person to express needs to, period. And yes, sometimes we can overstep our boundaries, it's true. But for the most part, what we need to ask ourselves after we ask what is the meaning behind this is why am I experiencing a need 
physically. Because that's what it is when you get angry with your friends or your family members and things aren't being communicated and you're starting to feel like, oh, well, maybe they're trying to passive aggressively communicate something to me. Or maybe I'm just very energetic and they're very low energy and I'm the one who needs to calm down. When you start to feel it in your body, that is your emotion saying, you can no longer ignore me. I am going to make myself known physically, whether it's through your acne, through sweating, through heart racing, through any type of tension, even if it's like a headache, they are saying, you can no longer ignore me. I am here and I am here to stay. Acknowledge me and recognize me. And yes, that's exactly what you need to do. You need to give a voice to exactly what you're thinking. And sometimes when I talk about, you know, us potentially overstepping our boundaries, we want to make sure that we're not trying to control another person with the way that we're expressing our needs or that we're just making it so that we are communicating them and not being overbearing with them. Like once you express how you feel about a situation once and then you notice that they can't respect it or that they don't change or that they don't act on it, okay, that's enough. You know what you need to know. Talking about it to them is not going to work. You see this with people who have ADHD. They say, don't keep yelling at them. Don't keep screaming at them. Once you try to tell them something and it doesn't go down the way that you want it, that's when you need to consider potentially a new method or walking away. But back to the situation of expressing your needs from your physical aspect into your mental, giving them a home, giving them a space to be acknowledged and feel safe. What you need to do when you're in that physical tension place is either write it down or be very, very, very honest with yourself. I say write it down and I mean like, you know, you can do it in your notes app or you can do it on a piece of paper. But when you write it down, you give yourself the free space to stop having so many cluttered, loud thoughts just bouncing around your mind very frantically and to say, hey, for me, I'm operating from a place of fear. Like a lot of these things that I'm thinking in my head are fear induced. Or maybe it's, hey, I need a space where I can feel loved or I can feel safe to give love. Or maybe even, hey, I am the positive energy in this relationship. This person is very sad and gloomy and doomy and they put all their problems on me and I need somebody who's going to let me have my problems or I need someone who's going to recognize that I can't be the brunt end of all their problems 24-7. And on the original note of, hey, you know, this guy didn't text me for four days. What does that mean? Yeah, it could mean that he doesn't like you and that he doesn't want something serious with you. And, you know, I personally can't imagine going more than four days without talking to somebody that I like. That could be your need for communication, your need to touch base. It could be your need to have an open door that you feel like you can go to at any time. Maybe even your need for a secure attachment. This person triggers your fear of abandonment. But it's also probably a sign that, yeah, they don't want a serious relationship and they're not meeting your needs. There's also that other element of the man who follows all the hoes on IG. Okay, um, <laughs> I know that this is a very problematic one, but I'm going to go ahead and say that is a need for respect. Yes, it is very telling how a man acts when he is single because the way that he acts in a relationship is probably not going to change. If anything, he's probably going to look for somebody who will tolerate that behavior. So yeah, you need someone who knows how to respect your boundaries, or even someone who knows that you're not an idiot, and a lot of that behavior is an indicator of somebody who could be a potential cheater. Like, they have the wandering eye, and relationships are just like a source of comfort and fun for them that are temporary, like dogs. 
a lot of the time, your needs are not that crazy. You're just dealing with somebody who finds them bothersome, who doesn't want to meet them, or who just wants you to meet all of their needs. Which, by the way, hi, that's a setup for a codependent relationship. Don't do that. And that's a whole other episode that I am planning on making down the road. But let's move forward. Your needs will find a way to harass you physically and mentally if you do not acknowledge them and you do not give yourself the space and the freedom to honestly express them. Like, put it on a piece of paper, organize your thoughts, and be real with yourself. What do you have to lose by saying, hey, I have a need for love, or I have a need for a path in a relationship, or I have a need to be respected, or I have a need to not be treated like a walking mat. Like, no, I don't want to be gaslit and told that I want too much, or I'm thinking too much, or I'm doing too much. It's not you wanting too much, it's you asking the wrong person. We can experience this in friendships, in the workplace, and with our families too. And a lot of the times, if these people can't meet our needs and we can't fully get rid of them, what we have to do is establish boundaries. Unless the relationship is completely like destructive and it's absolutely decimating you, yeah, Try to work on establishing healthy boundaries with that person or whatever you have going on if you're realizing that they're setting you up to meet all of their needs and you are going completely ignored to the point that you're going to get intense and loud and crazy and it's not going to be a reflection of your actual day-to-day authentic character. And once you finally move past the stage of, hmm, well, this person is only acting like this because this is what they actually want and this is where they really stand. And I'm physically reacting like this because this is what I actually want and this is what I need. Once you get to that place, you will be able to work from that as a potential path. Okay, if I can't get that from this person or if I'm not getting that from this job or this friendship or this relationship, what can I do to make sure that it's being met? Like for instance, okay, let's say you have a need to be loved. For me, I realized that my need to love is just as powerful as my need to give love. And I also realized that love in my life can be a pretty powerful force. When I am very chaotic and I am dramatic and I am causing a scene everywhere I go, sad to say, but it's usually because I don't have love in my life. And when I finally do, I am calm, I am focused, I am stable, I'm actually considered boring. So when I am this person who is receiving love, yeah, it's life-changing. But you know what I realized? Me giving love is equally as life-changing. And it probably is for you as well. It's why people who can't give us love back will keep coming back to take it again and again and again. They know that it can change their world and it can bring them a sense of stability and maybe even pleasant boredom. Some of us can go through the day-to-day experience of craving love so deeply that we just look for anybody who can give it to us and we're quick to settle on the first person who will say, hey, I like you, and then we just end up with whatever the hell they, they want to give us. And um, yeah, it's usually not good and we end up leaving those relationships within like three to six months. But what you can ask yourself in this situation is, if I can't get my need for love met through another person... How can I make sure that I'm meeting it on my own? Yeah, that ability to give love to another person and change their life, if you gave it to yourself, imagine what you could change in yours. And I think we listen to a lot of toxic advice and a lot of music and a lot of scenes and movies that make being unemotional and being um, devoid of love seem like so cool and so awesome. 
No, it's a real thing. It's actually pretty powerful and it's a beautiful thing that you have so much to give and that you're willing to receive it. So yeah, emotions rock, having your needs met rock, making sure that you can meet your own needs when other people can't is also very important. Sometimes it's not on other people to meet all of our needs. All we have to do is realize that they're not going to be the one to do it after we communicate it. And if we can't get it from anybody around us and it is a life-changing need that needs to be met, how can we bring it to ourselves? Whether it is a source of stability, having a sense of excitement, a sense of safety, or maybe even a sense of purpose. How can we bring it into our own worlds? And maybe ask yourself, when another person is bringing that into your life, what does it look like? Or when you're bringing that into another person's life, what does that look like? Try to do it to you. You might even realize that you're potentially operating from a codependent place of saying, hey, like a relationship is my entire purpose in life. Relationships are the only thing that matter in my life. And I'm willing to lie to have them. Like lie to yourself, lie to the other person that you don't have any needs. Also, if you think that having no needs is going to make your relationship strong, eh, you're wrong. A sign of a healthy relationship is a sign of people who are willing to do that for each other. And you would be surprised. Sometimes you just need to give them the opportunity. And the opportunity does not mean, hey, let me make myself miserable for three months to one year. Let me harass them and badger them and scream at them. No, you calmly and lovingly communicate it. Sometimes it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. You can say it with a smile on your face or you can say it very calm and sternly. Just make sure that the other person can be receptive to it and can audibly hear loud and clear what you are trying to say. And a communication of a need or what you want for yourself does not mean that you're automatically going to get it from that person. Sometimes you have to accept that this is who they are, that's what they want for themselves, and that by crying and screaming and acting passive-aggressive and thinking, oh, let me just ignore their text messages for three days. Let me just start following men on Instagram. Let me just start calling men hot around him and see how he likes it. Um, no? They're going to think, that's weird. Like, it's not going to make sense to them. Just walk away if you're getting to that place. And once you realize that maybe you're in a situation of wishing and hoping and wondering, oh, I wonder if they're going to turn into the person that will finally be the man that I want. Or I wonder if this job is finally going to recognize me as the amazing employee who gives 110% every single time. Yeah, that's an opportunity to be very real with yourself about what you're feeling and what you're needing. So once you deduct the meaning of their behavior and you recognize it as either a quality that they have, a desire that they have for themselves, or even just a character trait that you sure as hell can't change because if their parents couldn't and the places that they went to school couldn't and everybody around them couldn't, why would you? No. I mean, in a magical world, we would think that we would be that life-changing and life-altering, but sometimes that's just who people are. And once you start trying to do a whole bunch of extra, extra to try to change it, you're being controlling. And who wants to be controlled? What type of relationship is that? It's a no for me. You're just going to give that person a very scary or bad or sad story to tell and you're going to embarrass yourself and you're going to walk away with your tail in between your legs because it's not going to work. So don't do it. Acknowledge when a person has a very specific set of needs and maybe you're meeting all of them and none of yours are getting met and maybe one of their needs is to not meet yours. Same thing with workplaces, okay? A lot of these workplaces are very exploitative in their practices and they just need people who are desperate for money and who just need to get in and get the hell up out. That's why they ask you, hey, uh, are you only doing this for the money and the benefits? Because 
we don't have any. So when you start to feel tense, emotional, your mind starts racing, your heart starts beating, you start telling yourself, maybe I should just wait, maybe I should just be patient, maybe I should hope and wish, or maybe you're even operating from a place of fear. All of these things are valid. Give yourself the space to validate them. I say write it down, but that's only because my mind races at like a million miles and the thoughts will be so loud and crazy that if I don't organize them, I can't breathe. So try to organize your thoughts in a way that you can recognize them all in front of you. And realize, hey, these are things that are real to me and they do matter no matter what anybody else says. And if you can't have healthy boundaries, sometimes, yeah, walking away is the next best thing. So that is today's episode. I hope you guys liked it. If you want to let me know what you think about this exact episode, you can leave a comment on my Fleekazoid YouTube channel where I re-upload these, and I love the feedback. Also, if you want to support Fleeksy Supremacy and my mission, uh, go ahead and give me five stars wherever you're watching me. And um, you know you can subscribe or follow. That helps too. Another thing is if you want to support me monetarily, you can give me $2 on my Patreon. A lot of it is free content, uh, specifically of my life updates that I try to keep off of this podcast for the sole purpose of keeping this very topic focused. Another thing as well is whenever I upload a podcast episode or a YouTube video or even when I make a new playlist on Spotify, it goes there. So yeah, if you want to follow me, that's a really great place to do it. But I'm also on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and my multiple YouTube channels. Girl, I am Fleeksy all over the universe. Go check me out. I would love the support. I appreciate you all listening to today's episode, and I hope you all have a good day. Bye!